So in today's episode, Nancy and I talk about the resources that we found or found us after the dark night of our soul. Um, we also encourage you and speak to the importance of bringing your learning back into the communities in which they probably need to be heard from you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. Hello. Hello, Nancy. It's so nice right to here. see you in your, your fall brown. I'm in I my love fall it. brown, which is I like so old. And I love it. like fashion people would say, you really got to get rid of that. But I'm like, but it's my fall and why? And I'm comfy. And so anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep it. We've I been in uh, drowning in leaves and pine needles. Oh, like, oh, right. Because I know your house. It's all, all it's the woods all, over. And then with the boys rugby. Been in, I've been at, at rugby tournaments probably from end of September. Right. So we haven't right. done anything have time. else. So this, yeah, well, it's time to work on the house. It. Oh. Ah, don't say the S word. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. La, <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> All right. Let's set the intention All before right. we just jabber on about whatever. <laughs> nothing, nothing quantum. <laughs> just jabbering. Okay. All right. Off we go. <laughs> All right. We set the intention today. I'm feeling today we want to be compassionate and radiate that compassion. There feels a little bit of, ah, I mean, there has been a little bit of ah, for a long time, mm -hmm. but today we really set our intention of being grounded and compassionate in the hopes that that serves us all. And so it is. Mm, beautiful. That's great. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. So yeah, what are you thinking? You got your now. You've got your blue. I'm so losing I'm, all blue. We've got our Archangel Michael <laughs> theme going. I love my Michael. Love my Michael. Um, yeah, I know. I was looking at our color. We gave yeah. a color scheme. So theme. yeah, I was thinking um, about the movie that one of my clients sent me that I hadn't seen before. I watched Finding Joe. It. Finding Joe. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. And what was great is she sent it to me and said her son, who's in um, middle school, her son's teacher was going to show it. I don't know what's, I don't know what um, academic study, like was it English class? I don't know what class it was. But so anyway, I watched it. It was great. So I'd love to hear about it. I only read the beginning. I got as far as the hero's journey and how yeah. the hero's journey in life I basically reflects us. It's just like from your point of start to immersion to mm, the threshold come back home. and then, right, and yeah, then yeah. coming back home. So, yes, so to the point of um, that movie also made me think to sh just have this be a, a resource, a resourcing podcast where we talk about some of the, the books, the movies, the ways that we've been inspired. So, sure. so the theme of the movie I'm talking about, Finding Joe, talks about what we would refer to as the dark night of the soul. I don't think they use the term dark night of the soul in the movie, but that's it's the How hero's journey. How funny that she sent it to you. After, right after we after we had the dark night of the soul discussion, right? Right. I mean, no, no coincidences, right? right? No coincidences. None. So, um, in this, it talks about the hero's journey, brings up Joseph Campbell, 
and just that whole um, cycle, which we talked about going to the dark night of the soul, which, and this yeah. movie said the same thing we said at the end of our podcast, which is to say, usually, usually we end up having some kind of what we perceive as a crisis, some kind of trauma. Yeah. And when we were talking to Lissa, yes, you know, that was yeah. her son dying, yeah, right? And that was the trauma that just like, and, yeah, and then it's this apart. journey. You have to then go out. You have to go outside of what you know. You have to, you're, you're blown outside of your comfort. Yep. And then it's this piece about the immersion, the journey, um, the walkabout. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, in and Australian language. And they showed clips of movies just to give folks an idea yes. of what they were talking about as a hero. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. So I can't recall what the first phase was. Something about... But you, it was your, basically your starting point, right? So Luke right. is the living crisis, with his, the, his parents. He's yeah. just living with his parents. And then he gets immersed. Yeah, right. Right. So now he's immersed in study of the force. Right. And oh, because, well, the crisis was when he came home, when he went back to his house, it was all burned. Right. So it that forced him out. Of, yes. Right. So that exactly. forced him out of his steady state. Right. In immersion into this craft of studying the force or defeating Vader, because then right. at the end of three, they show him coming home to Leia. So there's always a retreat. And the same thing with Lord of the Rings, the mm -hmm. Hobbits. Mm -hmm. They're in their little steady state. They get yanked out. Mm -hmm. And now they're returning the ring. And then they head home. So it's, right. that's the hero's the Wizard journey. Of Oz. And, and, and the I, Wizard of Oz. Right. And what one, I love yeah. about it, this, that brings in the earth um, and the spiritual, the heaven and the earth, right? Mm -hmm. Because there was yeah. a time, and you and I have talked about when um, it was like, oh, the ego, the earth is blah. Like, you just want to be in spirit. But you can't just be in spirit because we have bodies and yeah. we, ha you know, like, yeah. we're here. So um, I really loved the part where they talk about, you know, they draw this cool circle. And they talk about, you know, you go out on that adventure. You go out on that learning and all these really cool descriptive words yeah. and what that's like um, on that journey. And then you come home to share the treasure. You come home to nice. share what you've learned. Yeah with others. And now Joseph Campbell, they they, they talk about Joseph who, Campbell. Uh, he the hero's is journey. a philosopher? What? Yeah, philosopher, mysticist, mysticist. Like he was the one that just sort of was like, I'm going to talk about this. Like I'm studying it. Um, he, he had, that was, I think, his sharing of his hero's journey, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, he went out and, and this was something um, that was so important to him to learn about philosophies, religions, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is part of, again, what I'm thinking about sharing with the resources. Yeah. And uh, the first, for me, um, my big first dark night of the soul, of course, was having two children, not really being ready for it, and then choosing not to drink or do any, like I was like, I'm not going to do alcohol, yeah. I'm not going to do drugs. Can and, I share the story yeah. you told me? I didn't mean to interrupt, but when yeah. you talked about, I don't know if this was the dark night of the soul or equivalent to it, but being our Italian Catholic mm -hmm. correlation, mm -hmm. um, and I was struggling with my religion, just didn't feel, I wasn't taking peace in it as much anymore because I found these wonderful concepts of high spirituality and, right. and unconditional love, and then I would go to church, and depending on who the priest was, I'm going to get punished for, I'm like, that just does not compute mm -hmm. with unconditional love that I have to behave a certain way to please somebody. If he's that high a being, right. why would I need to please? And so it just, it was just, it would go and I wasn't enjoying it. Mm -hmm. um, and you told me how you were on Nantucket 
And one night you had a blue plastic cross. I don't want to misinterpret. Oh, oh, I'm not even going to yeah, try because it was it's white. your story. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you, uh, and you broke it, or something. And I went, <gasps> and like, and you went, yeah. And I'm still here. Yes, and I'm still yes, here. Like yes. you broke the cross, and you're like, and look at my face. I'm still here. And I remember I'm on the table going, well, we're gonna get <laughs> struck now if we keep going. I remember that in yes. one of our sessions so distinctly. Yes. If you, and that, right, yeah. that was part of was that, that journey. Was that part of your, You're okay. absolutely right. The first. So, yeah, give us more. Okay, so I'll because that was such a great story. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so I'm having this, just this blowout, right? And um, I decided to go to 12 step meetings. And um, again, it's a spiritual program. Like you're trying to get this, have a spiritual awakening. It's right there in the big book. And, and then you get these, these promises and the promises are basically freedom, you know, yes. feeling free and manifesting yes. and all yes. that kind of stuff. So anyway, so I'm going through this process and uh, one of the first books that came to me during that process was called The Feminine Face of God. Okay. And also during that process, like a spiritual um, feminist, womanist vibe started happening on Nantucket. So it worked out perfect for me like to go down the path. Within that, yes, I'm I'm on Nantucket. I mean, like blown open. I don't really kind of know what's going on, but I know I've got to do things differently. I've got to like let go of it all. And I looked on my dresser, and there was this plastic. It's a it was a white cross with this sort of like pearly stuff, and yeah, then like a, like a blue silver tinge or something. Was, blue, yeah, yeah. It had like this little yes. Bluey, yeah. And I then mean. um, and then there was a golden you know crucified Jesus on it, <laughs> and I looked and I thought. I've had that since I was a kid. So I was living in New Jersey and it was hung up on the wall in my room. And like ever, I haven't brought it to college, but like I put it in my drawer, you know? And I thought, what am I doing with it? Like, why do I have this? And I thought, this isn't, it's not Jesus. Like it's not, it's a piece of plastic that got sold. And yes, it was this whole thing. I was cleaning up my room. So I had this big garbage bag. And I was holding it in my hand, and I realized that I was really afraid. The reason I had it wasn't because I loved it. It was because I was afraid to not have it. Yes, that was me with crucifix. For the longest time, I couldn't mm-hmm. lay my head down without a, a crucifix mm-hmm. over my bed. Yeah. And much to my family's horror, I have a dream catcher in my room now and not a, you know, right. I, I wear a cross, and I talk to Jesus every day and every night and before I go to sleep, but I don't have a crucifix. I'm because right. it's a, di- right, we talked one time. Because it, it makes for fear, fear right? So it's like if I'm else. putting it up to protect me, right. I'm pre-dispositioning <laughs> right. myself to an attack. I'm right. pre-planning some kind of attack if I have this symbol up to protect me mm-hmm. when he's right here. Right. He's right here. Right. Plus, I was afraid to not have it because... I don't know, like, did I not want to go to hell? Like, it felt like it was like, hey, you're right there. Hey, you're like, look, everybody, I got it right here. Yeah. Like, there was something and about it. And if you throw it, it away, well, what are you going to do? If right. you don't want any more, I have, I can't tell you how many crucifix I have in my attic because I can't throw them away. Oh, well, so maybe it's, yeah, maybe yeah, it's going yeah. back up. Yeah. You go yeah. to your attic. So, yeah, so I picked it up and I looked at it and I just thought, I don't need this. Like, I, this is not here for a good reason. And because I was so afraid to do it, and somehow in this spiritual awakening, I knew I wanted to move away from fear. Like I was like, get fear out of my life. So I took it, and I mean, I was surprised at how easy it snapped. Oh, maybe I was just super strong at the moment, I don't know. But I took it and I went, snap. And when you told me that story on the table, I went, (gasps) 
I didn't. You didn't. I, and then oh, I, just I shoved it in the trash bag. I was like, yeah. oh. And then I put the trash out. But that night I slept like this. Because I had seen The Exorcist when I was in high school. I was like this. I was so nervous. I just All opened night. the door. And then I got up the next day and I was like, Oh my God, I feel amazing. Like <laughs> nothing terrible happened. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that- We yeah. are, I have to say our disclaimer, we are not advocating destruction of, <laughs> of religious <your> artifacts. <laughs> we are not advocating that. We are saying, watch the symbolism right. and what- What are we Because we talked about our attachment what episode. What are you attached to Attach and why? And, and how could such a thing have right. such power over you and it was the demeanor. plastic thing it wasn't the concept it wasn't jesus it wasn't for me it wasn't catholicism i got so many great things from that um it was this plastic thing where i i, I just felt it was like what am i doing this isn't really this yeah. isn't a, an important thing and again yeah. because i had it because it was fear yeah. based yeah. and i will say when i let go of a lot of those fear-based mm -hmm. things i have the best, which is listening right. to a crying on the ride up here. He was talking about organized religion, and and he said, you know, you you have access to him right now. Mm -hmm. You don't need to talk to a priest, to talk to a deacon, to talk to mm -hmm. whatever the hierarchy. You he's you can't talk to him like now, With like him. yeah, like I'm all the time. And so yeah, so for me, I I'm the closest. You, my sister and brother, still go to church, and right. it brings them peace, and they enjoy right. it. Right. But I'm on my porch every day. And I don't just go to church once a week, be in that upliftment, and then come home back back to normal. I mm -hmm. try to live it mm -hmm. every day. Right. Every day. Right. I have the I bet the be, a better relationship with Jesus and God than I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Now that I let go of these the constructs, constructs yeah. and rules and right. misconceptions and mistranslations. Right, It's right. just, you know, me and him now, it's I awesome. That when we were talking, it just made me think about, remember going into confession? <laughs> and like, I would go in, yeah. I could still say what you say, you know, yeah. bless me, Father Robinson. Yeah. But then I remember being like, now I felt so much pressure to come up with terrible things I did. Yeah. And sometimes I would just lie, I'd be like, and then you, then you have to go back into confession because you lied in confession? Yeah. I, <laughs> Um, I swore at my mom once. I mean, you got to like do your time and you can't just go in and leave. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I don't think, you yeah. know, you got to like have a, a decent time yeah. of sharing your terrible behavior. I'm flashing to the, one of my favorite movies, Moonstruck. You ever, you oh Moonstruck? yeah, Moonstruck. When Cher goes into the <laughs> confessional, she said, uh, I swore one time, I missed mass one time and I slept with my fiance's brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, um, Let's, let's go to that one. You can slide that one in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then after you come out, then you go up and you're like, you have to kneel. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, how many, how many, like, what do I have to say? And then there was always like in Catholic school, there's a little competition a little bit. Like, oh, what do you have to say? What do you have to yeah. say? You know, like kind of ranking your sins by how many things you had to say. It feels like forever. All good memories, Doesn't though. It feel like forever in some ago? ways. To be like, that little. Oh. Just <laughs> that, that mindset feels like yeah. forever ago. Yeah, yeah. There's part, again, there's, that, that's the part about taking in any kind of resource, right? Anything that we see is like take that piece that resonates mm -hmm. and let go of the rest because it's like trusting that there is a gem in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be exactly, right. It doesn't have yeah. to be exactly what yeah. 
how the author said it or the religion said it or whatever but yeah. it's like what really is the the gem here yeah. yeah yeah you know and hold on to that and um sort of the going back to the um the feminine face well oh. feminine face of god yeah. that was such a great experience i don't remember who told me well i think it was just what we, on Nantucket, this group of women who move from feminism, womanism into the spiritual aspect of it. And then from there, I read, you know, the myths of Avalon. Mm. And it was this empowering, mystical, magical um, woman, goddessy vibe that I had not experienced before and had not really been out there before. And so uh, then I went off and did training to do goddess workshops. Oh, wow. You really dove into the feminine. It was so beautiful. And I had a core group of women. And we did all sorts of great stuff. And then from that, we started a book club. That's awesome. Which was really nice. So, so to I, share the resources yeah. with others. But it started from your point of base, which was Catholicism. and, and that, yeah. So I mm -hmm. didn't go the goddess route, but after I started leaning away from the structure of church sure i dove into jesus mm -hmm. um really if you look into him as a historical figure healer mm -hmm. master sage his that's fascinating mm -hmm. and if you read the bible just as you interpret the bible and what jesus said it's it can it's, you'll have completely different interpretations than how it comes through a third party of a structured religion, I think. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I became closer to Jesus than ever, ever, ever mm. um, when I when I let go of some of the constructs and some mm -hmm. of the rigid rules right. and consequences. Were there some books, so like resources, were there things that enlightened you? Like for me, yeah. um, I was at a Unitarian Universalist church, so that's the kind of, I loved the idea of a community um, so I did join a UU church on Nantucket and the minister, he was, he was really great. Uh, and ironically, you know, a, a UU minister giving me kind of this really aha moment about Jesus. So he was kind of a resource in a way when he talked about the political rebellious nature of Jesus. And he really put it in this perspective, yeah. like really think about this guy yeah. Yeah. standing up and changing. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, whoa, and there was yeah. something about that that just had me yes. blown away. We used to have one priest at the parish, I think it was after he left that I kind of lost. He did speak, to, he would read scripture and he would mm -hmm. say, now what you have to understand at the time was going on politically, this mm -hmm. was happening, this was happening. So if Jesus oh, said this, really that, yeah, but oh, it was cool. so cool because it brought the perspective of yes. just how brave he was or how Absolutely. out of the box he mm -hmm. was and then that was when he left and, and then more conventional priests came in and, um but it was eckhart toll 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 eckhart who um he often refers to jesus mm -hmm. and he'll say well what jesus really meant by that you know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand well what jesus really mm -hmm. meant by that oh uh, right uh, the meek shall and he'll and he interprets what he really meant mm -hmm. which is so much oh that makes more sense kind of like yes. yes of course such an enlightened man would mean it to be this which mm -hmm. is a kind thing and not a threat exactly um, so yeah so i it was eckhart who helped me dive into jesus a little more uh but that makes me think about in another podcast when we talked about the dark night of soul you talked about buying that book his book his book so got you me went out. like so from that yeah and yeah. It, and how cool and interesting that it was your connection yep. 
um, and the resource was that book, and it opened up for it you. It's still by my bedstead. It's mm. still, I think your first teacher you never, is still, and especially the power of now, is mm -hmm. so easy. It doesn't read in chronology. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it is this compilation of his lectures. People would come to him and ask him questions, and he would answer them, and then they copied it down mm -hmm. and bound it into the power of now. So right, right. you can just say, oh, that's right. That, that one's by the bed, and Louise Hay. And yeah. I go to each of them at least once a week. Like Colin mm. got conjunctivitis this week, and so I'm like, hang yeah, on, I, yeah. I like, take a picture of my <laughs> Louise Hay. Say these mantras. I don't care if you don't believe it. Just as you're driving your bike to class, say these mantras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so Louise Hay, yeah. Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Um, I'm thinking about, I really liked the movies that came out, What the Bleep Do We Know? That was huge for me. Thank you for reminding me of that. Uh -huh. And then I think we're probably getting close. Yeah. Um, but that was huge. Mm -hmm. What the bleep don't Do we, we know. know? Huge. And the, one of the big takeaways in that was the water experiment. Yes, Dr. Emoto. Yeah. Do you want to share that? Yeah. So Dr. Emoto did this experiment where he put water, just plain tap water, in jars. It was from the Fujisawa Dam or something? Well, there's all different. Oh, so right. it's yeah. kind of, yes, yeah. there's yeah. some of that. Yeah. Um, the experiment one was here where he would put just plain water from the same source, so yeah. it would be yeah. as clean of an experiment as possible. Yeah. And he would put them like in a subway and he would put words over them like love, kindness, hate, jealousy. And then he would have asked people to look at it or hold it with that, just thinking about that emotion. And then he put the water each specimen underneath a telescope, I mean a microscope, and the ones that have love, joy, bliss look like these beautiful snowflakes and crystals. Yeah. And then the ones that hate, jealousy, uh, and those kind of vibrations were all like bubbly and, and, and even dark and muted. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so like his point so. being, if we're mostly water, as we've talked about before, yes. then if we're saying positive words to ourselves, if we're yep. channeling that through us, then we have our water and our insides are this beautiful yeah. crystals. But yeah. if it's if we're saying self-hate and self-loathing words, then yeah. you know what that yeah, does yeah, yeah. to us. And I will say even now with the astrologers saying the position of the planet being in what it is, mm -hmm. causing the energy to be where it is, that is now valid more than ever. Yes. Very I important agree with you so much. to be mindful of what you're projecting and mm -hmm. to whom or what mm -hmm. these days. So I think we might be close. The time? I think so. We're at 20 minutes. Oh, we're at 20. We're at 20 minutes. Ooh, 20 check minutes. us out. This is awesome for us. It is awesome for us. So now do you have any have more resources? Um, the Secret. So the, the Secret was also in there. Um, what the, the Seth and books, then Jane Roberts. Oh, yes, Seth. And then also the and Abraham Hicks. Abraham for me Hicks. Was a huge, Esther Hicks. Abraham Hicks. Huge, huge, huge. And the one we recently talked about, which was um, Unacknowledged. Unacknowledged. Um, mm -hmm. And then maybe next time, I, have, I just checked out a Tesla video from the nice. library and a Tesla book. Um, we got to get into Tesla. Uh, we he's, have to he's get He's coming in. up. There's important stuff. There's way important stuff. And maybe I want to see if I can track down David Bohm's last. Oh, I'm not familiar theory. with him, so I look forward to that. Yeah, but he I was did telling... a lot of talks with. Um, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. No. He brought physics and spirituality together. He kept saying it wasn't just physics. So he, you would dig his okay. stuff. I have I'll a couple. Totally of, the ending that. of time is a great book uh, too. Well, okay. I was listening to a YouTube video where a gentleman was reading. Um, an interview with Tesla, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try to summarize it. Sum, summarize it, but it was something uh, 
uh, Einstein and Tesla disagreed. They're two um, physicists. It, yeah, physicists. <laughs> right. Another physicist fight, right? Uh, physicist fight. Mr. Cuffs. So yeah. scary. Um, <laughs> threatening. Uh, but so Newtonian physics with mm -hmm. Einstein. But it was interesting. Um, Tesla said, and I thought of you, energy first, then matter. Yes, yes. As opposed to matter follows sort of playing energy. around, but that yes. Tesla said that energy first, then matter. So anyway, I was catching up with our friend Vic today on a call, and uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm so interested in Tesla, and I got checked out a couple stuff from the library. Yeah. Um, and he's like, really? And of course, you know, he's like a little busy guy. Totally. And so he gets online and he stuff. goes, did you know that Tesla said he was visited by aliens? I'm like, I love him even more. Could I have not already loved him enough? Yes. I had no idea that he had. That's I know guy. he said he believed in the lightning bolt, that there were celestial beings in lightning mm -hmm. bolts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vic goes, oh, like Thor. I'm like, okay, I don't think that's maybe not what he meant. Well, I mean, I guess if they look like that, who are we to complain? Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> Bring on the lightning. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so um, we'll talk about our Tesla uh, movie, maybe. Oh, yeah. We'll have to watch that. I'm trying to think of any. We'll um, have but unacknowledged, the, the alien one recently. You like that one? New. I like that one because yeah. I never thought about science. Um, being a result of our galactic friends' intervention assisting right. us. Finding, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't yeah. quite seen that technology Not yet. yet. Well, I, right, we're 100 we years behind, it. and just so happens that Tesla's research has been buried for 119 years. Mm, interesting. Interesting, right? interesting. He was all over it. He was all over it, yeah. 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 Uh, the, uh, almost pulling the energy out of the air. Mm -hmm. And he actually, back then, was pretty much talking about wireless cell towers. Yes. <laughs> Back then. Right? Um, yeah. So and you look at all these people who yeah. were channeling genius. Yeah, absolutely. The information is out there and it's just being open to ch channeling it through. And he gets these, like he used to get those downloads. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a cry on it. Of course, it all sort of, as I'm in my Tesla mode, next thing I flip on a cry on and it's talking about Tesla. Of course. And he That's said, um, he's back. Oh, and I'm like, really? I'm thinking as he's talking, he's like, he's back. We're not going to tell you who it is, but you can take a guess. So I'm pretty sure it's Musk. Oh, wow. I mean, he names his car after Tesla. I'm pretty sure it's him. No? You think it might be someone else? It might no. be someone else. But he get, Musk would get the downloads very similar. When Musk describes some of the stuff that he does, mm -hmm. he would do his inventions in his head. Right. Tesla would visualize them to completion mm -hmm. in his head, mm -hmm. and Musk does that. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. But but he said Tesla's back. He's here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so cool. many. Well, here's the thing. There's so many geniuses that aren't yeah. necessarily out big in the world. So yeah. you've got yeah. gallons and bucketfuls of geniuses. Yeah, in their own little private lab. Yes. Yeah, not doing outstanding things. Yeah. Right, right. And they're doing patents and they're doing stuff and they're, you know. Yeah. Making yeah. great things we gotta happen get for the world. Gotta get that stuff up. Yeah, we, right. That's yeah. the other part. Yeah. Creating awesome. it and get out. Any other ones before we, any other resources? I mean, there's just a bit, well, maybe we can think and just kind of throw some out again. I mean, there's the people that you like. I love Wilhelm Reich's work. He found um, orgone energy. He said that he found this other energy. 
And um, yeah, he created cloud busters and oh, cool. all sorts of, said he could mess with the weather, so, and Oregon boxes. Larry Dossey, medical doctor, power of prayer, talking about that. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, laughter Dispenza. is the best medicine. Joe Dispenza, Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. Like Joe Dispenza uh, becoming superhuman. Um, Bernie Siegel did laughter is the best medicine, okay. who started, he was a medical doctor, started talking about how your attitude does matter, your thought process does matter. He would tell stories from hospitals. He would, he would encourage um, patients yeah. to put notes on their doors to say, don't come in all, you know, grim. Come in, I want jokes, I want laughter, I want, you know. Love it. Yeah, so love there's, it. there's some good ones. Love it, love it, love so it. Um, power versus force, I forget who, who did that one. Um, yeah, there's, there was another one that I can't, must, must not be important if it's not coming up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, lots of good stuff. Um, Joseph Murphy, who is the subconscious power of the subconscious mind, he was big on affirmations. Mm -hmm. And again, this is like way back mm -hmm. when these people were practicing this stuff. One of the first self-help gurus I found was Tony Robbins. Personal I was power him. Yeah, was yeah. on cassette tape. Yes. Personal power, and he was all around it. Now he's all like hardcore finance and like ah, but. Um, he used to do the Carolyn May Smith. Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's so many. Harriet Lerner wrote some good who's stuff. Who's the energy gal in Florida? Barbara? Brennan? Brennan. From Barbara, yeah. Yeah, she's hardcore. I yeah. mean, like, like really interesting. Yeah, yeah a lot it's of interesting. A lot of great resources out there. I mean, you basically, you just go to a metaphysical store, or you can go into a, a Barnes and & Noble and yeah. just hit and that section. And you don't section. have to go to the occult section yeah. anymore. <laughs> Like you used to. Right, where it was like you like. You used to have to go to the. Economy. Remember going to the library and being like, I have to. You know, yeah, that's the other thing. A like, lot of felt people. like you were Harry Potter in the Forbidden section. I'm gonna make sure nobody. I don't even see me, me, but look at this cool like, design. Like I know yeah. something more is there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, most people who know yeah. know that there's something there, but that was kind of the only thing that we had access yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlos Castaneda and the Don Juan books. Those were those were big. Uh -huh. The Celestine Prophecy, even though they're, they're not, not necessarily like the best written books, yeah, but yeah. I think they're a really good entrance. They're, yeah. you know, they, he, he wrote a couple of those. Okay. Um, right. path, um, the Path of the Peaceful Warrior, that was another good mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, just think of kind of sort of really good yeah. beginning and books to start poking at stuff. I think Louise Hay is a great beginning book. I would totally agree with you. Um, yeah, she was... And I have that book simply for the middle now. Like, I mean, I read the beginning with mm -hmm. the concepts behind it and her yeah. journey, mm -hmm. but right in the middle is that index of, you look up the symptom, it tells you what a probable cause may be manifesting that mm -hmm. symptom, and then the mantras to mm -hmm. recite to, to try to shift it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Another one I'm thinking of, Byron Katie. Her yes. work is so good. The questions. Yeah. She's the a no nonsense kind of gal. Yeah, she, she is. was a little like ugh for me. She kind of scared me. Yeah, she was just like a, yep. a no no. But, yeah, but she yeah, wants she, you to write. Get it. She's like not yeah. that I'm asking you to let go, but yeah, but yeah. her work. And you can see her on YouTube. You can the books are good. A lot of good stuff. Do I really on need YouTube. your love? You know, but you can just grab it on on YouTube. Yeah. And yeah, see yeah. her talk to people, and then and the, uh, I think the turnaround. I think those questions and the turnaround is really good. I, that mm. that really helped me. Yeah. Make it not about other people, not blaming other people, but realizing, oh, I'm projecting. I think this about myself. It isn't that that person thinks yeah. that about me. I the think that about principle. myself. Good I stuff. I love Greg Braden. Yeah. He's huge for me. Um, watch him all the time. Michael Sandler is adorable. Mm -hmm. Very up, upbeat. Mm -hmm. He'll go woo when he all the time <laughs> when he's interviewing people. It's just fun to have. I just, I go back, to, I cycle through all of them, depending yeah. on who I feel I need and when. 
Ram Das. Excellent. Ram Das, good stuff Excellent. there. Alan Watts. Oh yeah, Alan Love Watts. that voice. Oh my gosh, if you can find a YouTube uh, video with Alan Watts. There's one meditation too where it's ma magical. That voice is fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so there's yeah, a lot out a lot there. Of stuff. A lot of stuff. And as you know, if you go on you know, YouTube or any kind of social, they'll just keep feeding you the same stuff. I mean, you know, feeding yeah, well, you similar, smarter, similar, similar. Smarter to so what So that's like. when you can yeah. use it to your advantage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we probably should start to I think, yeah, we can wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. If you want to sum up, and I'm just, all of a sudden I'm flashing too. Do you ever see the Princess Bride? Yes. Do you want to sum up? There's no time. Let me explain. No, <laughs> let me sum up. There's no time. I'm, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting these flashes of these movies now, fun movies, as I'm sitting here. It's like Moonstruck. <laughs> Princess Bride, okay. <laughs> we got the movie vibe out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we like to talk about the end. I think, you know, have an adventure, go explore, right? Because that's really what we're talking about. We're, when you have the dark night of the soul, it's because I think death of a salesman is like the such the best expression of that, where he's not living his life. He's living other people's lives and he's miserable and, um, you know, at the end, spoiler alert, but you know, if you haven't seen it yet, it's been around for a very long time, but you know, he's, he's dead, he's killed himself. And, and then they're looking at his, uh, the steps, they're looking at his masonry and they're like, why didn't he just be a mason? He was a salesman because it was, you know, he never got to have his dark night of the soul. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't go through that to say, this isn't what I wanna do. I'm yeah. miserable, so therefore I don't wanna do it. And as Joseph Campbell said, then, you go to the next level, then you realize what that was, you're free from it, but we have to fill ourselves with new ideas and new concepts and, and new things because we've created a void and a yeah. void will get filled up. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't bring all of these resources, if you don't go out and explore, that's the okay. adventure part of it. Okay. And learn new things. So that's the lesson. Fall back in. That's the lesson for the week is take a hero's journey. Pull out of the, ordinary, comfort, regular routine, mm -hmm. immerse in something. Some of, right, some of the resources we're talking yeah. about, movies, yeah. books, ask your friends. Oh, I think maybe that's the biggest thing is start owning. If you've done A Dark Night of the Soul, if you're moving and uh, looking to expand, be the brave one that says it to your friends at, at, or at your workplace, because I guarantee you're not the only one. And then when you build that relationship, the synergy, more resources happen, and you're just going to explode yeah. in a really good way. And bring it back, bring it back to share with the friends. Right, exactly. There endeth the lesson. <laughs> awesome. And as always, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed. <laughs>